Well, only a little piece on uh, from the Ari on Shvot because uh, Shvot is uh, is connected to uh, Pesach and uh, the Yom. So, no, it's Pesach. The Jews got this uh, tremendous infusion of uh, energy. Because they didn't deserve it, they didn't prepare the uh, the vessel for it. It went away. Day after it went away, and because it it went away, and because everything that happened was on a cosmic level, it was the Jews did not make any connection. The Jews didn't make any connection to what was going on. No connection. No connection. Talking about Pesach. What did they do? That was necessary. It was it was necessary because or not it wouldn't have worked for them. And we have to understand that everything that happened in uh, in Egypt <coughs> if the first for, firstborn of the Egyptians were killed firstborn of the Jews were not killed if the if the Egyptians drank it, the water turned into blood for the Egyptians the blood stayed water for the Jews all of these things that were happening were not happening were not happening because the Jews deserved it it was not happening because the Jews were deserved it in other words, what what uh, Hashem did at that point, what Hashem did at that point, I want you to sit down. Hashem did at that point was to return the world to return the world to a world of Esa Hayim and Esa Dat Esa Hayim we know means the world of certainty like we discussed in the morning when we speak of pollution and we speak of uh, air being polluted or we sp- air which is uh, which is central column which is uh, the resistance factor resistance factor the uh, dominion of, of right column and, and restriction takes over so how could there be pollution in the air you should ask that question how could there be pollution in the air? The same way we ask this question, how could there be pollution in the water? Water is a right column element. If it's a right column element, then where does the pollution come from? What do you mean where pollution comes from? If you pour, if you pour, uh, 
chemicals into a glass of water, poisonous chemicals into a glass of water, and it mixes up with the water. It's poisonous water. What do you mean it's poisonous water? If the water has such a power of right column, which means what? Force of the Lord, force of Hashem. Then why doesn't it immediately vaporize it, neutralize it? Why does how does water get polluted? Darkness, how it stays darkness. What what happens? I could have an auditorium the size of a football field. Light a match. What happens? Can you say there's so much darkness in the room that this one little match should not be able to light up the room because the darkness is is so big compared to this little match. How does it become light? Yet I can light up the whole room, the whole auditorium, the little match. Why doesn't the darkness close it out? There's so much. The answer is, the answer we learn all the time, is that when you have a force that's that works, it's not measured anymore in how big it is. How big it is. What does it depend on? On one thing. Is the force working? Or has the force been told not so much? What do you mean not so much? Like electricity. When it has to come into a five-watt bulb, what does the five-watt bulb call electricity? So that's all I want. Wait, but electricity can start a generator. In the age of Earth, in, in the period of restriction, the force can't work beyond that which is given permission to work. Can't work more than that which it was given permission. So in other words, in our world, there is limitation. There is limitation placed on the power of the force. Therefore, we light even a match, if it's the room, a whole room, while it doesn't, the darkness doesn't cover it up and, or, or, or squeeze it out, doesn't do that. But, but, it is limited. It is limited. Because what's the difference? A little light or a lot of light? The answer is that because in this world the light is governed by us, meaning the five watt bulb even can tell the electrical current, don't give me more than five watt. It'll burn me out. That's the reason why more doesn't come in. Because it, not, it, would, it would burn us out. Bread of shame. Why would we be burnt out? Same like we say here. A lot of people come here. They leave. They get burnt out, we say. Why do they get burnt out? Because Baruch Hashem, there's a tremendous amount of energy that we generate here by the obvious methods. The Zohar, 
kavanot, everything else. Therefore, those who can't handle it have to get burnt out. That's why the obligation here is that we have to be even purer than those people on the outside. But we say the people on the outside, not all of them get burnt out. So the differences between Zmanyamot Mashiach today and what it was 300 years ago, it's true, 300 years ago people weren't burnt out. But when Abraham Azulai said we're allowed to learn Kabbalah, why did he tell why did he say Hutzad Zayda we're allowed? Oh, we're allowed. What do you mean the others the the ones from before weren't allowed? The answer is when Abraham Azulai said that Hutzad Zayda the decree not to learn Kabbalah was taken off. What he meant was the message he was told was, listen, the days that the light can be told, uh, 5%. I want no more. The things are all right. The fact that the Jew the last 2,000 years had to move from place to place and was hit over the head all the time because he didn't have the light. But it was more convenient for him to be able to tell the light, listen, light, the Jew, don't give me so much. Stupid. Without the light, you know what's going to happen tomorrow. They're going to drive you out of this country. If you had more light, they wouldn't drive you out. Why are you settling for less? But settle for less is more comfortable. Because to settle for more, it requires what? More restrictions. Comes the age of Aquarius, the monument of Mashiach. The light doesn't ask no more. Light don't ask anymore. That's why, as many, uh, whatever the account is in the Bet Hamikdash, Echuvan Bet Hamikdash, a hundred thousand they took all, they took away into captivity. They're different accounts. Six million didn't perish then. Six million didn't perish. And also we have to understand there was such a small concentration. How big is Jerusalem? How big is Israel? Two by four. So they grabbed whatever there was. There weren't six million Jews in Germany. There weren't six million Jews in Poland. <coughs> they brought them from all over. They brought them from all over to bring them together and put them into a gas chamber. It wasn't that they killed them. Listen. They didn't care. Why did they shoot them down? Wherever they were. Why have to bring them to a gas chamber? What would it have been if they just shot them down? So someone wanted to say, some brainstorm wanted to say, well, if they brought them all to the crematoriums and maybe they could keep it quiet. But if they started shooting Jews down all over, that means they didn't shoot Jews down all over. Shot Jews all over. Without the light, the Hurban Bet HaMikdash came. Without the light in our day, Hurban has to be. Has to be. Why does it have to be? Because, like we say in the morning, the all, Hashem is really at fault. It is His fault. Why is it His fault? Because He's, because the, when Abraham Azalai said, Hutrah 
he was telling us the message he got that there is such a tremendous amount of light that's coming out now that if you don't prepare yourself with this don't prepare yourself with this you're going to get burnt out you're going to get burnt out that was Hutlaxeda that's why it was Hutlaxeda because the light is here in its intensity the light is so powerful the light is so powerful that it's burning out water it's burning out food because it, it pesticides all these things that are pollution are coming from where? because the light wants to come and the light is coming and if we don't prepare the vessel everything is going to get burned down like in Germany everything got burned down what happened on Shavuot? But what happened in the in, uh, in uh, Mitzrayim? Jews got this tremendous surge of energy on Pesach. That's what we connected. What happened? Why weren't they burnt out? Brother Shane. Brother Shane. Zohar asked the question. You gotta get burnt out. How come the phrase born? weren't destroyed I'm the phrase burn weren't destroyed what is Zohar answer he gave me of Zohar asked the question he said he gave me of uh, you remember that uh, that's his chuba gave me of so he compares it like uh, like a shepherd has sheep and the wolf is coming what does he do he takes the weakest ones feeds the uh, feeds the uh, wolf one or two meanwhile while he's busy with them they run away they run away that's the do you remember the, that was the Zohar's Chupa actually it should have been burnt out because the only way they could get out of Egypt was with this tremendous amount of light why didn't they get burnt out? So he answers because of Eeyore. He gave the light, like Lahavdil, the wolf, he gave him someone else to be busy with. What? Yes, yes, the strongest one, not the weakest one that he can, he can battle with. Him. That's right, that's right. What does that mean? The light still came. What do you mean? He brought the light into the battle with Eeyore. If we're talking about a shepherd and he gives the strongest sheep to keep him busy until they can run away, now we understand. But we're talking about light. What do you mean he, he gave him Eeyore? The light, the light goes only in one place. Light is all over. Oh, what does it mean? Why weren't they burnt down? What? Ma? A satan is burning out. What, what does satan mean? What does satan mean? Like a little electric pole. If I put a 220 current into a 110, burns out. So we say what burns out? Because then the cleaver comes. 
it's getting more than the thing can handle, and it also wants. So it's a protective measure, like in the boat. So the clipper shouldn't get it, right? It cuts it off. Cuts it off. Same thing here. Here he gave him somewhere it could go to EO. And meanwhile, the Khalifa also didn't get because he was burnt out. He was the one burnt out. What about the rest of the Jews? What, why were they entitled not to be burnt out? Why were they entitled not to be burnt out? Well, the answer is in the answer is in the Torah. What did Rabbi Shimon when he answered that kind of uh, answer? He was giving us not. He was giving us an answer not why the Jews weren't burnt out, but how was this possible? How was this possible? There had to be a runoff of the energy. That's what he wanted to say. But why weren't they burnt out? It was too much for them to handle. The answer was. Answer was. When they slaughtered, that's why they slaughtered the, uh, the, uh, the uh, set. They slaughtered the lamb, took the blood, and according to Zohar, they took the blood of Milah, put it on the doorpost. Put it on the doorpost. That's all they did. That's all they did. And also, they did a little restriction with the matzah. Right? So little was done, but that was enough. That was enough. That was enough. To get all this energy and put a little blood on three doors, the, door po- uh, the two door posts and the, and the uh, top, and do a little restriction with the bread was enough and because he provided for a runoff someone else should get burnt out someone else should get burnt out this is what happened at Shavuot what they do? they do the Sriyat Ta'oma did the Jews get better? did the Jews get better? they said Nasev Nishma. remember? I mean the way you learn in the Yeshiva Jews said God whatever you have to tell us we don't even want to hear it if you say it's good for us it must be good we know that's not true why? because he had to bend over the mountain he bent over Mount Sinai put the Jews in over there he said listen if you don't accept the Torah Shom Furatam so what does it mean? that he didn't that they weren't there that they didn't completely understand. How do we know that they really weren't there? For two reasons. Number one, because it says he had to put them into like a sandwich. The mouth bent over, the Jews were there, and he would close them up they didn't accept. So it's an indication. What's the other indication? Forty days later, what they do? What they do 40 days later? Make a cold calf. I mean, we, we're so spiritual over here, right? Nobody more spiritual than us. Would we make a golden calf after 40 days? Would we make a golden calf after 40 days? Of course not. Who would do such a thing? Would we 
would we tell God, would we tell Moshe, would we tell Moshe uh, after after Korach, the Jews said, we want to know if it's Aharon or is it Korach? Who should be the Kohen Gadol? Right? What happens? Hashem says, I'll set down a fire. Set down a fire. You'll know which which sacrifice I want. That's the one I want. In front of all the Jews, everyone saw it was Aharon they want. What happened the next day? The next day, not a week later, Moshe, what did you kill the Jews for? Moshe opened up the uh, ground and Korach fell into the, into the ground. Moshe, who did the earthquake? Moshe? The answer is, they were not spiritual. Even on Ha Sinai, even on Ha Sinai, they went through the whole Omer. They did what they had to do. What does it tell us? That on Ha Sinai there was Bila Mavet Lanetzah. How could there be Bila Mavet Lanetzah? Death was no longer going to exist. How could it be? What they do? Counted the Omer. We also count the Omer. What was there? What was there? It's not understandable. Why was it like that? So we learn a little from the Ari, and he'll he'll give us the answer. Actually, maybe we'll learn the Yezoa first. Oh, what is what is this uh, in Yenah Shuot? Oh, okay. All right, we'll stop at the question. Right, the food is here, so we'll, 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 we'll go downstairs and we'll, 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 we'll have to dive in it also. Yeah. All right, we'll eat first. Okay.